If you see a big guy wooing real loud as you go by on cross country, it's me. Okay? <laughs> That's him. <laughs> okay, let's let's go to Aachen. Let's go. Oh, okay. All right. Yes. <laughs> I can be your you I can be your valet. <laughs> yeah, go on, hang out. <laughs> Win. Go, the, go USA. I'll make sure we got the banana. I'll make sure we got just the perfect yeah, banana. Not two though. No <laughs> two. Just only one. one. <laughs> Welcome to the Major League Eventing Podcast, the show for eventing fans by eventing fans. Hey, Karen, we got another five-star review on Apple, Apple Podcasts. I saw. Do you want to read it? Yeah, sure. This is from ED Equestrian. It says, five-star podcast with five-star people, Karen. Wow. Thank you, Robin Karen. You've officially made me a podcast junkie. Awesome. I'm an eventing enthusiast and professional that misses the competition family while I make my way back to the game. Thanks for bringing the eventing professional voices to the air and bringing their personalities, inspirations, and secrets to the forefront. Your interviews are inspirational and bring warmth to the homesick. Thank you, Eric Dirks. Oh, very cool. Very cool. That's very cool. Thank you very much, Eric. That means that's a, that that's a, we really really appreciate that. It means a lot coming from you, we buddy. We sure do. And uh, we're we're rooting for you on the comeback trail. So hopefully we get a chance to talk to Eric soon. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. That would be cool. So, um, thanks a lot, Eric. We really do appreciate that. I'd like to thank our sponsors, Riding Good Equestrian. Cold weather's here and staying nice and warm in uh, the nice jumpsuit. Looking yeah. good too. Yeah, you look good. Yeah. <laughs> And with all the rain we've been having, staying nice and dry yeah, as well. Soupy up here. And uh, if you use MLE40, you can get yours as well. Yep. So punch in MLE40 at checkout, save 40 bucks, mm-hmm. and uh, you can be nice and warm and dry this winter too. So thanks a lot, Red and Goat. Thank you. I'm Rob. And I'm Karen. And guess what, Rob? What's that, Karen? We have a very special guest on today. I'm super excited for this guest, Karen. I know, I know. Uh, we have, welcome to the show, Hannah Sue Burnett. Hannah Sue, welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. <laughs> I like the introduction. Oh, I man. love it. We're trying to, We well, we're just excited people. Mm-hmm. You know, Karen and I, before the show, we were debating on do we do we call you a four star eventer or a five star? This whole FEI thing's got us all confused. Confused. Yeah, Hannah you so. and me both. It is quite <laughs> the confusion. We we're trying to figure out the dressage test with a friend of mine tonight, and um, because now you know the dressage test, as far as we knew, still had the same star system, but they've actually changed it. Oh, Luckily, really? The FEI is on top of it. So. Oh, whew. Yeah, because I was like, wait, that's a really good question. But I didn't actually check the FBI website. I just assumed it wasn't updated, but it was. So there you go. Oh, there okay. we go. Now we know. Right. Yeah, everybody check the website. <laughs> the dressage tests are ready. <laughs> so, so I guess, I guess, I don't know. So, so Bruce, Bruce Davidson, mm-hmm. do we call him a four-star eventer or a five-star eventer? Because someone coming up in this new generation uh, would never know. Like, what do you call him? Just Legend. Legend. Legend yeah, version. living legend. Living, yeah. living legend. Living legend. <laughs> so. That's what I like to say. <laughs> so hey, we um, 
we know you're super busy. We want to be respectful of your time and everything. So we kind of get rolling right on into it. So um, wh- where where are you talking to us from? You sound crystal clear. You sound like you're right next door. Are you? Uh, oh, thanks. Uh, well, the internet is is working well tonight. Then. Yeah. Um, I'm in Ocala, Florida. Oh, that sounds nice right uh, now. Yep. So I'm here for it. Well, it's well, I don't want to say anything about the weather when I'm in Florida right. because people get angry <laughs> easily. <laughs> But it is going to be in the low 30s tonight. Oh. So, yeah, it gets cold. Nobody expects that. <laughs> and then it, and then it's beautiful and sunny during the day, so I can't complain. I love it. And you just Here, come in with a hat, really and, nice. hat and coat, and then you shed it as the day goes, right? Yeah, you get to wear all your winter clothes that you've been collecting all of your life, and then, <laughs> and then uh, shed them in like two hours during the day. So it's perfect. <laughs> uh, well, we had a warm, balmy, like 35 today, so. Up here Ooh, in PA, or well, where, where. Yeah. <laughs> where's your winter be- or your summer base? Are you always in Ocala, or are you? Oh no, I'm in Virginia, the plains during the summer. Gotcha. So, Ground yeah. zero of of eventing country down there. Exactly, Middleburg. Yep, it's pretty wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> <That> sounds nice. <laughs> sounds nice. <Very> lucky. <laughs> so, um, one question we love to ask is, um, how did you get your start in riding, and then eventually into eventing? Well, yeah. Um, so I basically was born into riding because my mom rode when I when she was still pregnant with me. So I basically was born on a horse. Oh, wow. um, yeah, <laughs> nice. I'm really <laughs> didn't have a choice. I'm just kidding. No, I <laughs> it right off the bat. <laughs> Luckily, um, my mom is wonderful, and um, I was in pony club all growing up, and I did my first. D1 rally when I was seven years old on my pony Moonbeam, who was actually like a beam of light. She ran off with me every day. (laughs) It was terrifying. Um, I'm surprised I still ride actually looking back of all these ponies that I rode that tried to throw me off every day. I I loved it and I still do. So it's, um, yeah, I guess it's just in my blood. Lucky. Pony club. Right? Yeah, pony club. Yeah, I did mounted games. Um, I did like the national team. My the pony I used then was named uh, Typhoon. So we had like a little theme of Moonbeam Typhoon. They were all related. Well, so they had like bad habits oh. that just continued uh-uh. forever. <laughs> so how long did you stay in pony club? Were you were you, did you stay like for a long time? Uh yeah, I got my B oh. when I was twenty, I think. Okay. Um, but then my mom was like, she's a real stickler for the pony club, which looking back is really huge to my education. Um, and I actually fall back on a lot of the things that I learned, which I never thought I would ever say. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't ever want to say. I guess either. I'm like, no, mom, I don't want to do this. But um, <laughs> pony club is actually really useful and has been really useful for me. Um, and I did eventing and, and mounted games. And yeah, it's pretty cool. My mom's been a huge player and still is in my career and my life, obviously, and my whole family. Uh, Really, really supportive. I'm the only one out of five kids that rides, um, which is kind of interesting as well, Um, I I guess. Yeah, but they all are my biggest fans and I'm so lucky. It's really cool. That's awesome. That's nice. Now, as you, as you were, as you were coming up, did you like do young riders and stuff? Were you like real competitive as an as a teenager? And- well, I don't know if you could say competitive. <laughs> I did young riders. <laughs> I was on a team with Lauren Kiefer. Oh wow! Um, yeah, and 
Um, let's see. It was like 2006, I think, 2006. Okay. And we said we always say we won the, the wooden medal because we were in fifth place. Oh. <laughs> and we were fifth out of five teams. Oh. <laughs> and we had all these horses that had done an advanced, and, and we were like, we're going to win. And then we go in and, like, blow it oh. just in every way. It was it was hilarious, actually. <laughs> Even during at the time, we're like, "How is this happening? We're supposed to win!" And it was just everything went wrong. And um, but we had a great time still, and and learned to support each other through difficult times and difficult times, you know, yeah. struggles and eventing and and um, when things don't go perfectly or how you expect, which I think is the majority of the time. So <laughs> it was a good taste of life, I think, uh, right off the bat, which was good and um, kind of gone up from there. So, so yeah, did I you, had a good Did you go to like, uh, did you go to college or did you just kind of go right into working full-time riding horses? So out of high school, I decided I wanted to try to be, you know, a normal person and not be an equestrian. And so I went to University of Kentucky. My parents are both alumni from oh. there. And I was living in Kentucky at the time. That's where I grew up. And um, I was like, I'm going to be normal and be an accountant <laughs> or something, but I'm terrible with numbers. So that was never going to be in the cards. Um, and the first semester I had this wonderful horse. Well, before that, but I, I had this horse. And then um, I was he was kind of nearing advanced level at that time. And, um, I was in college and I didn't really like it. My mom's like, what are you doing? Like, you know, you're going to be a rider, which whose mom ever said that? <laughs> like, Stop doing college. You're Quit that education yeah. malarkey. I know. I know. And my mom was, I mean, she has masters and all this stuff. So it's kind of funny. Both of my parents are very well educated. So it's funny that they both kind of encouraged me to follow. Not funny, but incredible that they encouraged me to follow my dreams and do what I feel is true to be my, you know, destiny to do, which is pretty incredible that they had that intuition and, and belief and kind of against popular um, at the time, you know, families weren't really encouraging their kids to drop out of school and <laughs> ride horses right. for a living. So. <laughs> drop out of school. Um, well, maybe with five yeah. kids, they figured, all right, how are we going to, okay, we They're got like, five yeah, kids. Get to- out of there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If we could shed just one of those tuitions. <laughs> coming. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, well, Hannah yeah, pretty good at rides. <laughs> That's it. You she have can... to have a college education for that. <laughs> no, but luckily, my uh, my other siblings are very talented in different ways, so they figured out their college tuition on their own. But um, yeah, but they were smart and really encouraged me and very sweet. So that's awesome. That's nice. Luckily, yeah, it's pretty. Sim- it is, and when I go teach clinics occasionally, and parents, if I do like a little lunch and talk or something, people are like, "Oh, what do you feel like? How do you think?" Do you have kids go to college if they want to be a top rider? And I'm like, go to school, everyone. I know I didn't do that, but don't do, don't, um, you know, do what I say, not what I do. <laughs> <laughs> That's always a question we ask. It always <laughs> kind of comes up and, and we get mixed, yeah. mixed uh, answers on that. And, uh, you know, nowadays with kids, you know, uh, homeschooling and cyber schooling now, it just seems like it's more and more kids that are just, they're like professionals as teenagers and, 
Yeah, totally. You know, it's a, it's an interesting uh, discussion, you know, if they go to college right. or, or if they go ride while they go and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But, so, and then, so, so you drop out of college and then you yeah. decide you're going to do this full time. Where, where how did terrible. that, did you go right in business for yourself or did you start working for people? How did, where'd you hit? Did you stay um, in Kentucky? Yeah. So I had some connections through uh, my trainers in Kentucky. So I worked for Kathy Weishoff in Lexington and she ended up introducing me to the O'Connors who I ended up working for um, as a working student and um, kind of rolling wraps in the laundry room all day, hoping that maybe I could (laughs) get the courage to go out of there. (laughs) Um, Karen O'Connor used to call me the mouse because I wouldn't really speak around anyone. It's really really changed. Yeah. (laughs) Look at me now. And she's like, and look at you now. <laughs> you blossom. I don't know if it's, if it's amazement or bewilderment or what it is. How long did you stay there? Um, um, so I worked from, they hired Lauren Kiefer actually, and I hired on as riders at 2008 is when we started. And then they obviously introduced, introduced us to Miss Mars, Jacqueline Mars, who's now um, our owner, and we started riding her homebreds, and then now I still ride for Miss Mars. So I guess I'm still kind of here. Okay, she's interesting. Yeah, that's all right. That's um, a great place to be. Yeah, I mean, geez, yeah no, no kidding. I um, I did. I kind of wanted to figure out how to run a business, and um, so I was kind of like a. I would ride horses for Miss Mars and then have other horses at different barns and try to learn all the ins and outs of, you know, making a living and eventing and can I, you know, what's my niche kind of thing. And I tried doing selling, you know, thoroughbreds off the track, which is, I'm terrible. I can't sell anything. Oh. I mean, it is really embarrassing. Oh. Yeah, it's terrible. But, um, so I, I don't do that anymore, but I, and it's not that I didn't have nice horses. I just, I literally cannot sell anything, even if it's really great. I'm like, I'm just terrible at it. So I learned all these things about myself and, um, I'm so lucky to have the opportunities and connections that I did. And, um, that all kind of goes back to my mom who just threw me into meeting people. And she used to make me, I was so shy when I was younger. She would make me call people for her because I was so, I hated talking on the phone so much because I was so shy. <laughs> And she would be like, you have to call this person and talk to them on the phone and <laughs> learn to talk to people. And, and it's so true. And um, I'm so thankful for all of that. But Wow. Yeah. And here you it's are. Been a journey. Talking on, yeah. talking no, on I'm, international I'm podcast. Talking all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like your first language. It's yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> so so you kind of it kind of cool. hinted to it like you know so so you're still kind of there it's, what's the what's the current business going what's what what's uh what you've been up to yeah what's so now on? yeah so i have um i have horses that jackie mars owns and i also ride for her daughter krista schmidt now um and all of those horses are owned by them and we've got quite a few krista is really cool cool person that rides um well she started in fox hunting and she lives in pennsylvania with her family and um i've gotten to know her really well through the last year i was um had the time and opportunity to go teach her and and get to know her more and she's gotten into eventing in the last couple years and we've gotten a couple or a few or four new horses over the (laughs) last year which is 
pretty cool and she um she's just awesome and I love teaching her we're really similar in the way that we kind of think about things and we like to be very detailed but also really enjoy the people and um the support that we have around us when we're competing which is which is really really special mm-hmm. um so yeah and then I, I occasionally take a couple horses in training on the side for fun and extra work and it's pretty cool wow that's awesome and then yeah. you said you do some you do clinics and stuff like that how how like are you pretty busy with the clinics do you do a lot of that i i actually i don't have a ton of clinics. I would love to teach more. I, I do really love teaching and um, I've just been really focused on on the training of the horses that we've had and um, teaching the people in house that we have. So, but I, I do love teaching clinics. So give me a ring, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you said you take on a couple horses here and there every once in a while. Do you, like if someone had a competition horse or, or a horse they thought had a lot of potential, would you are you taking yeah. outside owners' horses and stuff? Yeah, sometimes I'll have horses um, outside of the barn here at Miss Mars and um, do training and stuff. And then, like, I have two right now. And Miss Mars is so wonderful and has room. When she has room, I can have them on the farm, which is really cool and gives me opportunity to train. And I get to work with David and Karen all the time and um, – have opportunity to ride with other people as well, which is, is really cool and just opens doors. And I like meeting people and getting to know now that my mom has forced me into learning how to do that. (laughs) 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 I appreciate that very much. And I, it has been really useful for me. So, um, it's, yeah, it's great. I love kind of taking on the projects. I do think that my niche I have learned is a little bit of the difficult horse or you know a little bit older kind of horse that's competed but has some um you know difficulties or training kind of things and a little bit of a sharp horse I really like um so I get on with horses like that so I did hunters as well when I grew up so I've learned to kind of be the rider that kind of puts the horse a little bit in a you know nap napping kind of state, which is useful. <laughs> a napping state of very okay. yeah. People people are like, wow, you really put them to sleep when you're riding. I'm like, that's right. And like, Calm down. <laughs> that's funny. Um, yeah, that? so it's good for the thoroughbreds and stuff and and eventing that you run across. Um, so yeah, it's pretty good. Now, how about working students? Do you ever take in any like working students or or just students in general that? Come in the yeah, so I have um, the girl that works for me now is my head girl. She is Kristen Stammer. She's amazing. Um, she's been working for me, I think, for four years now. And she started, she's from Ohio and didn't know a whole lot. I mean, has ridden her whole life, but didn't know a lot about, you know, grooming and specific eventing stuff. And she now is, we went to England two years ago during the summer and, and Germany and, and I mean, we went all over the place and it was Ireland and everything. And she has just really stepped up and become basically the person that keeps me on track all the time. Right. Uh, and she's amazing. So she kind of started in that student kind of way and has a horse and, um, so she's awesome. So yeah, I do kind of have people like that that then kind of grow and, continue on in their journey with horses, which is pretty special. That is awesome. I love it. What's, what's the future, you know, do you have like uh, 
many goals and future plans that you're still trying to, you know, carve out and keep going with? What's What's that oh, yeah. Well, I don't know if I can say them out loud. Does that make them? <laughs> <laughs> well, if that's I not lucky. That's no problem. You don't have to. Extremely superstitious. Um, that is one of my things that I think the people around me have to deal with all the time. <laughs> so we don't speak of, we don't speak of that. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. That's not one of them actually. Um, but I do have, I have a really exciting barn of horses right now. I've got a six year old, that Catherine Coleman sourced for me from Jody Amos in the UK, and he is an Irish horse and has won a one star in Ireland with Jody, and he's just a really special horse. Um, and then we also, Christo Schmidt has bought uh, bought a horse called Leo Distinction that Catherine Coleman actually also sourced for us from Blythe Tate, and he has done a bunch of three stars with Blythe life and um i'm really excited about riding him so i competed yeah. both of them last weekend at uh, grand oaks my first outing in a while and um kind of got the rust off and so yeah i've got a lot a lot of really cool horses to look forward to um another one that i have is horsewear luke swell and we actually just bought this horse um with sherry Niemers, jackie mars and krista schmidt um, from Catherine, who owned him before, and he, wow. <laughs> I know, crazy. Um, and I actually live in her house in Ocala, so it's kind of funny. Um, <laughs> this is a really cool horse that Sam Watson started as a young horse oh, nice. and then took to the Europeans, and he's done three star. And um, I really got along with him last year, and so Catherine left him with me when she went to the UK, and I got to get to know him, and now. He's mine to compete and ride. So. Awesome. Nice. Super lucky. Yeah. They're That's... all basically plain bays, and no one ever knows which horse I'm riding. Uh, <laughs> it is awesome. Well, it's nice yeah. you got some people to help out Mrs. Mars, you know, pitch yeah, in a little. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Take a little load Mrs. off Mars of Mrs. Mars. Yeah, no, she's the best. And her yeah. daughter is such a cool uh, person and become a good friend of mine. So yeah, that's yeah. very lucky great supporters. That is fantastic yeah. that we have people like that in the sport. What makes it, what, what, what makes you a fan of the Irish? What's the, what is, what is it about the Irish? They're horse? just kind of quirky and they're like my type of weird. I don't know exactly. <laughs> my type of weird. That, that sounds one? like a good song title. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that would be actually, I'm learning to play guitar. So maybe that'll be my first, my first song. Cool. Um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> about this song your first single (laughs) yeah exactly um so yeah i love the irish horses they're definitely i mean harbor pilot is my main man oh yes by cruising and very irish what's he about 10 oh i i mean he's like going on four in his mind (laughs) but he's actually I think he's 16. This oh, really? Oh, wow. 15, 15, maybe six. No, he, yeah, he seems very young. He gets younger and younger. <laughs> he actually, he bucked me off a month ago and broke my finger. Oh, my gosh. I was just trotting around in the arena having a good old time. And I was thinking, oh, you know what? He seems a little tense. Maybe he doesn't like this music. And I stop and I turn the music off and I'm like, it's okay, boy. I mean. <laughs> It has gone to a new level of <laughs> catering to his brilliance, we'll call it. He is he is such a cool horse, though. I love him. And he can break my finger all day. It's no big deal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can break my finger. It's okay. Uh, 
I'm sure she wasn't oh, saying yeah. that when a finger broke. No. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> you wouldn't throw around a four-letter um, word, would you? Oh, no. No, no, no. No, no. no way. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, yeah, but William is pretty cool, and he has his days, but he is always, I mean, incredible competitor, and I can, I guess, relate to him very well um gets a little bit too excited sometimes but always really likes to do his job so it's pretty cool <laughs> your horse whisperer act it's like it's like <laughs> an alligator like you flip him under belly and you <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh can you imagine oh gosh. Belly. <laughs> so, uh, all right so uh, hannah say we're gonna have a little bit of fun we're gonna okay. uh play quick fire questions quick fire questions so yikes five questions these are hard ones Okay. They're tough, not, tough they're stuff. not that tough. Be afraid. Um, I'm afraid. Right. <laughs> Karen's tough. All right. Um, do you have any hobbies outside of riding? Well, I do sing a little bit, which goes back on my first single. Nice. Title. Do you um, karaoke? Yeah. I, well, I'm not very good at karaoke. I try to be, but I always forget what songs I want to kind of sing. <laughs> I'm like, there's one that I was thinking of last week, and I can never remember what it is. <laughs> it's pretty embarrassing. Um, but I have done, like, the national anthem at some polo matches oh, yeah, and cool. derby cross, and I've sang at some weddings and stuff. Nice. I would love – I'm trying to learn to play guitar, but, um, I, you know, I haven't really – Work too hard at that yet, but it will happen eventually. <laughs> <laughs> That's my goal. Yeah. Cool. All right. Yeah. Um, if you could ride any horse, past or present, who would it be? Hmm. Um, I love the horse called Out and About, Carrie Millikins. It just got inducted into the Hall of Fame. Um, that horse, like, I just remember when I was growing up, like, watching him and thinking he's so beautiful and so athletic and he had everything. And then listening to her last month um, with the hall of fame uh, talk about him was just so I felt like he would have been a really a horse that I really got along with cool. full thoroughbred and just really, really neat. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, cool. All yeah. right. Uh, favorite event to compete at. Oh man, um, you've been to a few. Uh, you've been to a few. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I want to. My first thought is Kentucky because I love Kentucky. Yeah. I grew up there, and I my first, you know, like I said, my first pony club rally was actually there at the Kentucky Horse Park. Oh, that's wow. Cool. And then I got to compete at my first four star when I was twenty there on my horse. Um, keep the faith. So there's a lot of history growing up through yeah. there, but then I got to go to Aachen, and that is the most incredible event I've ever been to. And I've been there twice now, lucky enough to go on two different horses on RF Demeter as well as um, Harbor Pilot. And I mean, I could not get my jaw off the floor. <laughs> <laughs> And you have the top dressage and show jumping just all around you. And the Germans love horse sports. And it's this huge stadium. You get, And we get to do with the show jumping for eventing in there. And it is incredible. And the, the cross country finishes in the stadium. And there's a water jump 
like the third to last fence and you go through and and the crowd is like just going wild and it is pretty i almost fell off on our afternoon on the <laughs> fourth to last fence at a table i got a bit close and almost tipped over oh, no. um over the side of the saddle she jumped perfectly i just you know was catapulted more than i expected <laughs> um, but and the crowd like i like, stayed on and i was like wow and the crowd was going wild and it was just such a cool I was like this is the coolest thing I've ever done I love this um and she's such an incredible athlete as well so I love Mm Aachen yeah you you have to go I mean I think it is the coolest coolest event Uh, we're in we're in we're in yeah I just sold some tickets (laughs) yeah <laughs> All right. Next question. If you were not an eventer, what would you be? Well, I would like to be a rock star. <laughs> the way you described Aachen sounded like a rock star. She's a singer. Uh, She's a singer, guitarist. Yeah, I like to sing and I like, you know, people that love what they do and having a good time and I don't know, I just I've always enjoyed kind of singing and so i don't know i grew up you know singing in the church choir thinking about being a rock star church rock star all right last question and you kind of already answered this one uh do you have any good luck or superstitions before an event so many it is it's a lot to keep track of. I'll give you my <laughs> keep track of all my quirks. <laughs> it is. It's a lot. And then you add on the horses and it's just too much for some people. Um, I'll just give you a couple. Um, I have like a very strict routine at big three days that I always eat the same things in the morning. Um, and I have like, I have to walk through so my last walk I always do for cross country on Saturday morning I walk the course regardless of when I go so I have to get up plenty early if I go early but the big three days are usually they start later so it's no big deal Mm -hmm. um I I have to walk through the start box in the morning on my last walk and then I have to walk through the start or through the finished flags Oh, so you'll do the whole long trip okay yeah and I never walk through the start box Unless I know I can walk through the finish flags. So I never actually commit to the Starbucks unless I, you know, unless it's Saturday morning on my last walk. Gotcha. Which sounds right. insane now that I say it out loud. <laughs> um, and then I now. always eat a banana before I go cross country, like on cross country day. Not right before. I don't like wolf it down. You get potassium, right? In warm up. Yeah, exactly. Because I actually, it started, yeah, it started because I had terrible muscle cramps. And then my mom's like, you should eat a banana. And then I just started doing it. And then I thought, this is my key to success. I must do this. Um, and then one year at Kentucky, I ate two because I thought maybe this is my key to success. I need to eat two bananas and then I'll be the winner. And I actually had, that was the year I had the frangible pin and then was not, uh, not eligible for the Olympics. So it was a huge, never eat two bananas. Never. That's, the, that's what I've learned. <laughs> you only have to make that mistake uh, once, Karen. Yeah. I know, man, I really did go down that road, but Anyways, um, I've learned a lot <laughs> eating and not eating bananas. <laughs> oh man! So yeah, those are those are the only ones I'm going to tell you about. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's too much. Super. We know you're kind of you know getting. We, we we know you're very busy, so we'll 
we'll kind of start, you. you know, jumping towards the end there real quick. Yeah. So um, do you have any advice for a young rider wanting to make it in this uh, sport? Yeah, actually, um, I think sports are wonderful in any sport. And I have benefited so much from being an adventure and being involved in horses in general. But I think um, sports also tend to make the athlete a bit selfish, you know, and I, I've definitely fallen into this category and constantly do and try to work to not be that way. But I think being really aware that, um, you know, your world is not, it's a really small world and constantly thinking of others and being thoughtful of others and being kind is really, really important. And I think looking back on your life, you'll be so much happier and fulfilled and, and be there for other people, which is really important. You know, I mean, being a top eventer is obviously one of my big goals, but I really want to work on being constantly work on being a good friend and a, a good sister and a good daughter. And, um, I think that's, that's my biggest thing is being kind to people. It, it goes a long way. And mm -hmm. even just, you know, and I, I, I think in horses, especially people are, they're really wrapped. Maybe, I don't know if it's probably not just horses. I just, I've only been in horses, so I'm mm -hmm. sure it's in every sport, but you get wrapped up in your own world and constantly thinking that that's the only thing that's going on. And, and, you know, that's not real. There's so many things and really important things and being there for people and, and being thoughtful of others is, is really important. Be kind, you know, say nice things to people that you mean and, you know, be there for people. I think it's really, it's important. That's, we need more people like that. Yeah. Solid. Sounds yeah. like me, Karen. She's yeah. talking about people like me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I was like, just be raw. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hannah wants to be like me someday. Just okay. I'm just trying to describe you. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah, really. That's true. beautiful advice, that's though. Cool. Thank yeah, you. That's it is, wonderful. It is. Hey, uh, yeah, of course. Sponsors, supporters, anybody you want to shout out before we kind of wind this thing yeah, down? Yeah, I mean, I, I have wonderful sponsors. Um, I ride in Devic Saddles. I had for a long time. And um, Omega Alpha supplements. I have Eco Gold, and um, you know Jacqueline Mars and Krista Schmidt are huge supporters of mine. And um, so yeah, Buckeye Feeds. I have tons of really cool people that have stuck by me and been incredible, and I'm really really lucky and thankful. Awesome, awesome. That is awesome. And uh, how can our listeners uh, follow you? Do you have any social media, website, anything like that? I'm actually difficult to follow because I'm terrible <laughs> at all of the social media stuff. But I do have uh, Facebook, um, HSB Eventing, and then Hannah Sue is my just normal profile. I need to do better, you know, stuff with all of that, but um, I am there. And then my email is hsburnett at gmail.com if you ever want to do clinics or anything. So, yeah. Yeah. Awesome cool. stuff. I should be better. I'm not. Lainey is like my inspiration. Yeah. And I, I do try to, sometimes I call her. I'm like, how are you so good at all this stuff and riding? <laughs> and she helps me, but <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't caught on quite yet. But 
<laughs> she is a she's a you know for she can horse, do so many things. Yeah, yeah. I well, know. Well, and equestrians just I don't think are I don't think naturally riders are into promotion. I think a lot of it's like. I get up, I ride my horse. I mean, you have so much to do with just keeping the horse, you know, and I think. That, yeah, uh, I think riders have to be very humble because we have horses humbling us constantly mm-hmm. <laughs> and promoting ourselves is very unnatural, you know, and, and trying to get sponsorships and stuff and say, oh, this is what I've done. It, ju- it just seems like you're bragging and and it just is, it feels very, very foreign. So, yeah. um, it's it's a balance of and i think you know i have really amazing friends that do a very good job of that um yeah i do actually <laughs> well hannah sue we we want to be respectful of your time and uh we just can't thank you enough for coming on with us and we're just so excited to see you out there again and yeah. we're, we're just so rooting thank for you so you. much thank yeah. you very much i'm so happy that you all asked me to come on tonight so Awesome. Really appreciate it. If you hear, oh, great. if you see a big guy wooing real loud as you go by on cross country, it's me. <laughs> That's <Okay>? him. <laughs> okay, let's let's go to Aachen. Let's go. Oh, okay, All right. yes. I can be your you I can be your valet. Yeah, just hang out. Go USA. I'll make sure we got the banana. I'll make sure we got just the perfect yeah, banana. Not we'll, two though. No yeah. two. Just Only one. I'll <laughs> <laughs> so, guard the banana. So Hannah exactly. Sue Burnett, thank you so much yeah, for coming on the thank show. Thank you. Thank you all so much. It's great talking to you. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. You can leave us a review on Apple iTunes or visit us at MajorLeakEventing.com. Cheers. Stay out of my room and leave me alone while I'm trying to talk on the radio shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. I was like, Samansky, leave me alone. <sighs> Some people's children. I know. It's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, I think Jenny's out. Jenny! Jenny, get out of here. Put Jenny on, too. <laughs> I'm actually serious. It's okay, though. I'll go somewhere else. Tell- okay, do your laundry. Is that our Jenny Brannigan? Yeah, it's Jenny. Tell I'm talking to... Yeah. Radio. Hi, I'm sorry. You can add this onto the show. This is going on the show. This is going to be on the. <laughs> it's the on blooper. The, show. the blooper reel. Okay, I need to go somewhere that is not impressive. Can I use your room, Catherine? Thank you. We all live together. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's really fun. Um, but right now it's a bit full.